From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Thursday, the 7th day of February. You know, if you do this, what what we've done here all these years, uh, and you do it on a daily basis, uh, you have to be flexible. You have to know that sometimes you're walking down a hall at 10 to 3, and whatever you were going to do stops and changes. And that happened today when I was walking down a hall at 10 to 3, and I heard Frank Robinson died. Because that means you open a show with Frank Robinson dying. Uh, Frank Robinson was, whether you liked him or not, and I couldn't stand him, but but I had incredible respect for him as a player, later uh, as a a manager. But he is one of the most important figures in the history of modern baseball. Frank Robinson was not only one of the great players in an era where there were so many great players. You're talking about where the first generation that was led by Jackie Robinson into the major leagues came into the major leagues. And Frank Robinson came out of an Oakland high school that produced his teammate, Veda Pinson, and Kurt Flood. So imagine an Oakland high school that produced... Frank Robinson, Veda Pinson, and Kurt Flood out of the same Oakland High School, McClemens High School in Oakland. And Frank Robinson, if you remember, was often overlooked because there was Willie Mays, often overlooked because there was Mickey Mantle, often overlooked because there was Hank Aaron and Roberto Clemente. But there were so many great players in that era. Al Kaline. I mean, go down the line, there were so many and Robinson, in the National League, overshadowed by Aaron, who didn't get enough publicity. Overshadowed, of course, by Mays, who overshadowed everybody. And, of course, you still had the Yankee dynasty and Mantle in the American League. The Reds played the Yankees in the 61 World Series, and the Yankees were so good that they won the World Series in five games without Mantle. Without Mantle. Think about that. Mantle has the home run chase with Maris, one of the great teams of all time, has the abscess hip, is virtually worthless, gets six at-bats in the World Series, trying to come out and play, blood coming through his uniform, and couldn't play. And they still won the World Series in five games. But on that team was Frank Robinson, was Veda Pinson. Frank Robinson won an MVP. He was known to be a proud, tough player. And at that time, being a proud, tough black man, a lot of people didn't like it. But that's what he was. Hard-nosed player. Tough, tough base runner. Gave no quarter. As, as smart a base runner as I ever saw. I've often commented that I'd watch Frank Robinson and I'd see a ball hit into the outfield and Robinson would never look up and he'd turn second and the ball would be in the outfield on a hop and he'd be on third base and you say, how do you know he's going to drop in? It, it, it was amazing to watch. And there were guys as good as Frank Robinson. There weren't many better. 
I mean, he was that good. Traded from that Reds team because they didn't like a lot of things about him. As in, quote-unquote, old 30 by the Reds, who called him an old 30 when they traded him in one of the worst trades in baseball history to the Orioles for Milt Pappas. So he goes to the Orioles, and Robinson becomes Robinson and Robinson and Powell and Johnson and McNally and Cuellar, and obviously they become the birds. And he goes on to win championships there. He goes on to win an MVP there. He goes on to win a triple crown there. And what I hated was, see, he hated the Yankees from those early 60s. And when he came to Yankee Stadium when I was growing up, and the Yankees were terrible, he rubbed the Yankees' nose in it every single chance he got. And that's the Frank Robinson I remember and couldn't stand. I hated the Orioles. I never hated the Red Sox growing up because they weren't any good. I hated the Orioles because the Orioles used to embarrass the Yankees when I was a teenager, when I was a kid and watching all those games, and the Yankees were no longer any good, and Mickey wasn't even there anymore, and they used to embarrass them. I mean, toy with them. And nobody toyed with him more than Frank Robinson. Nobody. Brooks went about his business. He was flawless at third. He'd hit a big home run. Boog would hit a big home run deep into the Yankee up, you know, into the bleachers or into the third deck. But it was Robinson who just tormented him, who went in the stands and put the ball back in his glove and came out with the ball and said he caught it in a controversial play where we all know he didn't, but he got away with it, and he's smirking as he went back to the dugout. Stuff like that that Robinson pulled. He was a great, tough player. Then he became the first black manager to become even more historic figure and was still working in baseball at 83 years of age as a special advisor to the commissioner. A career that started in 1953 when he got 3500 bucks. He was still working in baseball at 83. And when I think of Hall of Fame, is this? see, when I talk about Hall of Fame and we quibble about whether this guy's a Hall of Fame or that guy's a Hall of Fame, when I think about Hall of Fame, I think about Frank Robinson. That's the kind of guy that you think about in the Hall of Fame. 294 batting average. 1,800 RBIs, triple crown winner, the only MVP winner in both leagues, 586 home runs, first black manager in Major League history, 10 home runs in 35 postseason games. With that strut, that elbow over the plate, getting hit by pitches all the time. I think he was in the top 10 all the time getting hit by pitches. Tougher than tough, gave no quarter. The sneer, the Frank Robinson sneer. And I've said this on the show many times because often he was overlooked and I'd always throw in, hey, don't forget Frank Robinson because that's how good he was. And it was my brother John, who's six and a half years old than me, always said to me, hey, do not discount Frank Robinson. And he was right because Frank Robinson often got lost in the conversations, whether you were talking about Mantle or talking about Killebrew or talking about Kaline or talking about Aaron and Mays or Clemente. Frank Robinson sometimes got lost in the shuffle. Cepeda and McCovey. And think about all the great players from that generation. 
But then when he went to the Orioles, you know, they became such a dominant team that it was hard not to ignore them. You know, the Robinson guys or the Robinson boys, as they called them, then Brooks and Frank and Powell and all those guys and how good they were. And if you remember, just the strut, it was like a strut that Frank Robinson had. But he, like I said, you know, you think about great players, generational players. There were not many better. You want to say guys are as good, fine. But Frank Robinson can stand up with any of them. And I'm talking about, listen, he didn't have the glamour, the charisma, you know, the looks of a man and the power of a man or the pizzazz of a maze or, and, and you know, obviously the consistency of an Aaron and these guys, but he belonged on that level as a player. He was that good. 586 homers, 1,800 RBIs. Clutch, tough, two triple crown winner, MVP in both leagues. I mean, think about it. First black manager. I mean, this is a career for the ages. Gone today at the age of 83. Tough, hard ass, mean. A lot of bad stories about him. A lot of players didn't like him. A lot of guys didn't like him. A lot of media people didn't like him. A lot of stories about what an SOB he was. I'm sure he was. What he also was is one of the greatest players of all time and one of the most power, one of the most dynamic figures in modern baseball history. Dead at the age of 83. Back after this.